for offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. Pat and AJ Podcast. Can we talk about your... your avatar for a second. My avatar? Yeah, because you my sent avatar. me um, an avatar that's, that's Oh, a, no, no, that's my Memoji. Oh, I'm okay. sorry, is that a Memoji? It's a Memoji. I can't keep I'm pretty sure that's straight. what it's called. Right? Whatever, it's, you know, the, the cartoon one. face on your yeah. iPhone emoji? that you make for yourself. Emoji? It's a Memoji? It's a, a Memoji. Memoji. I don't know. Well, um, since you're now watching Shit's Creek, you'll get the reference. What is that? You look like Mutt in your Memoji. Who's Mutt? Mutt is the guy I really Listen, don't like in Shit's Creek. He's I'm, the one with the big beard. I'm like six episodes in. You gotta forgive me on character names. The guy yet. that lives in the barn, Jocelyn and okay. Roland's kid. Oh, Chris Elliott's kid. Yes. The one who's too hot to be Chris Elliott's kid. And uh, and too okay. old to be Chris Elliott. And Jocelyn. That too. They they are playing with uh, ages there. But then again, I was watching 90210 in the 90s and the main characters were like 47. Well, and you know, Dane Cook just got engaged to a 23-year-old. So. <laughs> After dating her since she was, was 18. They Well. That's another creepy. So, one man. We you know we we talked about that. I just did that story for yeah. work and I I wanted to word it very carefully cuz I'm like yes age is just a number. But, I don't really yeah. care that they it's have It's also a law. That's my problem. She's 23, <laughs> he's 50. Whatever, I don't care. Stranger is things he have happened. Now is Dane Cook at he the 50. No shit. But he met her when she was 17, she came over to his oh, house for fuck. game nights. That's fucked up, you guys. That's, and then they started dating. And then this they start, is just what we were talking about last week with Seinfeld. They started dating when they were 18. Yeah, was Seinfeld's la- gross, too. Say, last week, we were just talking about the same thing on the podcast last Can episode about Seinfeld. That's fucking crazy. Imagine. I mean, people are understandably grossed out. They were grossed out by Seinfeld. Yeah. Meeting and giving this 17-year-old his number. But can you imagine if it was a woman and a 17-year-old boy, it would be so much more. It really is. It's so much more controversial when it's a, a woman dating a younger man. Because you're supp- apparently that all women one, are supposed to have like this motherly instinct, and that's even grosser for some reason. That one, I'm going to go against you. Really? I feel like um, women probably get pegged more for dating younger when they're older. That's what I'm saying. If, if, dating, if, if the woman was 50... And she was engaged to a 23-year-old man. Yeah, but not, I don't think that age range. I see it more that women, like who's, uh, who is it with uh, uh, Keanu Reeves' girlfriend, right? Yeah, Yeah. she's like age appropriate. Yeah, she's age appropriate. She's like 50 something and so is he. And I feel like there's this weird area for women where they can get away with it, where men get a creep factor because- Mm. I do. I feel like when when men date younger, it's like you're fucking creepy. Now, nowadays, okay, we all know for a long time it was like men were after just the eternal yeah. TNA and the youthfulness. The trophy wife, yeah. yeah. Right, and they would upgrade and all that yeah. shit. But, I mean, now in today's current society, I feel like you get you get made a creep faster if you're a dude than you are a woman. I feel like a woman gets... I mean, I don't know. I think about... This is the stupid example I come up with, right? These are the, it's, this is the dumbest example ever. Hulk Hogan's ex-wife. Yeah. When they got divorced, she started dating this kid who was like one of Brooke Hogan's friends. Mm. 
like a fresh out of high school dude who happened to look, let's just say, like a much younger general version of Hulk Hogan. Ew. Like same blonde hair, tan bodybuilder. Skin of a hot dog. <laughs> And they dated for a while, by the way, but I remember everyone, like, like that one was the only one that I remember where everyone was like, that's kind of fucking creepy. I mean, I was just looking up, uh, like, Britney Spears, she's 40, she likes and her husband young. is 28. Yeah. Now, it's not a huge age gap. She's not old enough to be his dad. No, and, but she's always liked him in their 20s. She has, because she's very- She has an age range. She's stunted. That's why. Like, she is very stunted in her 20s, because that's when she experienced all that trauma. So that's why I think she relates with guys in their 20s more than she would a guy who's 40 or older. Have you seen who is latching on to- uh, the Britney Spears marriage? No. This is no shit. Uh, her husband is a is of Middle Eastern descent. Yeah. And I forget specifically where he's from. But his home country. Oh, are they is he like the he, their hero? They're now? basically capitalizing that like it's kinda like the like once you go black, you never go back, or once you go white, you know it's all right. You know, shit like that. They're kind of doing like a once you go Persian. There's no other version, you know, like they're so happy that Britney Spears married a guy of descent from their country. A lot of hot Persian Which guys. I guess is yeah. true because Britney Spears, I mean, what she, we literally put her on the cover of Rolling Stone as America's sweetheart with apple fucking pie in her hand. Yeah. She and is, I mean, she is. She epitaphed, you know? look up, you know, female pop star in the dictionary, her picture would be there. So. USA. I mean, the song that Miley wrote about party in the USA references Britney fucking Spears. Yeah. So yeah, wherever his little home uh, home country. Good for them. I mean, you gotta like, latch yeah, on. Yeah. If you don't have anything else, latch on to something. <laughs> all I'm picturing all is got. like you know when there's a royal wedding in the UK and they put like their pictures on plates and shit. Yeah. That's what I'm picturing in wherever Sam Asgari's yeah. home country is. is They're selling Britney like collectible and Sam plates. plates. That's the new hustle. T-shirts. And you go to the fucking Air airport. T-shirts. Come by the airport. They're like, you can get all this shit. <laughs> Hey, here's a here's a celebrity in the news I actually want to talk about. Normally, we don't fucking talk about celebrities. No, but it's Fuck. kind of fun just to talk about bullshit Fuck once in a while. I'll do it, man. I don't want to be serious at all. Hey, um, a lot of curveballs this year with this guy. But you know what? Let me tell you the one that I did not see coming. Aaron Rodgers showing up for training camp <gasps> saying, hey, everyone, I went and did ayahuasca and psychedelics uh, saved my life. I just right? learned about that about six minutes ago, and I, I haven't even had time to read all of it. Is this but I'm all fascinated. new to you? Yeah. I mean, we because all... Pat and I, I think we can, and I have no problem saying this. We're both psychonauts. Yeah. We have... Well, yeah, we, we've talked a lot about our psychedelic uh, use. You with your I use, um, I use, psilocybin. Yeah, I use psilocybin every three or four months to control my migraines. You've used mind-altering. And again, calm down. We don't do this every day. Yeah, again, relax. every few months, maybe. There's yeah. a, a lot of people who do it more often, but that's just like we find well, there's, that helpful there's this world of psych, of psychedelic medicine that has kind of gone mainstream probably As it should probably the most it has since like the fucking 60s I yeah think. oh absolutely did you know by the way and i just found out this out today what's that our son's clinic that um he goes to yeah uh, offers ketamine. Yeah, treatments. I know. I That's uh, awesome. I worked alongside them at an old workplace of mine. Oh yeah, I know I these about things. that. Yeah. I know these things. Excuse me. Uh, yeah. So Aaron Rodgers, um, you know, who has had quite a fun run the last couple of years between half truths and what is the real real meaning of uh, vaccination. If, if Joe Rogan was in the NFL, God, it would be Jesus. Aaron Rodgers. And then Aaron Rodgers, of course, comes has a great season, but for some reason, this motherfucker keeps having great seasons and winning MVP trophies. 
and the Packers don't win a the Super Bowl, <laughs> which is the the fatal flaw. Shocked. Which is the fatal flaw in that guy's career shocked. is that he doesn't. That he won the MVP. I'm like, but they I didn't mean, win. He does all the time. Who's the guy? Uh, they won the Super Bowl. He used to play for the Lions. What's his name? Uh, Stafford. Matthew Stafford. Stafford. He should have won. For he fuck's won. sake. See, I, I just I thought it was a joke when they said when oh, I yeah. saw the meme. I'm like, yeah. there's no way Rodgers is the MVP. Everyone's saying, "Oh, Pat, you're a Bears fan. You want to hate him?" No, I'm just telling it you, it doesn't make sense. It makes no sense that he's that good. And you I ad- I admit he's that good. You can't have a most valuable player in the league that isn't bringing their team to the Come Super on, Bowl Come ever. <laughs> Anyways, Aaron Rodgers um, shows up at training camp, does a little appearance on the podcast, and he talks all about how. Um, did ayahuasca ayahuasca helped save his life check it out one of the core tenets of your mental health is that self-love and that's what ayahuasca did for me it was help me see how to unconditionally love myself and it's only in that unconditional self-love that then i'm able to truly be able to unconditionally love others mm-hmm and what better way to work on for me and my own, this is my own belief, but what better way to work on my mental health than to, than to have an experience like that? There you go. Aaron Rodgers going off to the jungle doing ayahuasca. Although, here's the other thing that I want to know. Where did he do it, did he say? See, yeah, that's what I want to know. Because if you don't know. Yeah, explain. Because you and I know about <clears throat> I ayahuasca. Know. I'm, I'm, I'm so well Tell versed. everybody what ayahuasca is. And the deal, yeah, it's been around well, for a long time. I, well, yes, yeah, centuries. It's just becoming more mainstream now. I feel like, I don't know, it's become super mainstream. People less. are like making, because they can make money off it. Well, no, 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 it's not that. When I say, when I mean mainstream, I mean mainstream as in mainstream consciousness. Well, yeah, what I'm saying like, is think, like. Celebrities or Aaron yeah, Rodgers. We'll do ayahuasca. Let's talk about ayahuasca. Say Robin Quivers on the Stern Show. She's done ayahuasca. I, listen, you're the much bigger Stern fan than I am at this point. Did she? Yes or no? She did. I don't. Did yeah. she? Okay, yeah. Um, so ayahuasca is, you know, in the bucket of plant-based psychedelic medicines that's come into our knowledge for mental health reasons, right? It's in there with everything from, you know, the mushrooms to I think Mike Tyson talks about the psychedelic toad that he, uh, the venom that he smoked. And ayahuasca is one of them that you may have also heard in the realm of DMT. Although there are two separate kind of components of doing it. DMT is kind of a, it's, it's, DMT is a lot faster. Well, the DMT is the concentrated version of ayahuasca. Ayahuasca is a brew that comes from these vines and the Amazonian jungle. And you of get course, like shamans to give it to you. Yeah, and shit. I mean, listen. By now, you've probably seen a fucking vice. And if you video haven't, special. you should watch you should. because it's that's how I found out about it, and it's fascinating. But, so people have been saying now as it's gotten mainstream that this one experience, this ayahuasca experience, changes their lives. It's a life change. I mean, people are are processing traumas that have plagued them their whole life. Um, They're gaining clarity and insight on whatever it is that's been plaguing them. And that's where the kind of, you know, you hear people like Roger say, well, that's why I went and did it. Now, here's the weird part about it, what I want to know, because it's got super mainstream, right? Yeah. Aaron Rodgers talking about this shit. Me and you just a little bit bit ago watched a video with Ron White. Yeah. That's right. Call me Tater Salad, Ron White. We saw him in Wausau. It was a great show. He's great. He's great. Ron White, uh, blue-collar comedian, 
arguably known for drinking and smoking yeah. his cigar, right? That's what I mean. When when we saw him, that's what he did. I mean, that's that was his stage prop. Shit, he did. The, he was literally playing a version of himself on Reno nine one one on his guest appearances. Yeah. He was a pilot who was always fucking drunk. <laughs> So Ron White, if you didn't know, is like completely sober. Thank goodness. He was, that was a very unhealthy relationship. He is like fucking shamified third eye piece to the world because he went and did ayahuasca. So these retreats. Now, but that's, that's, here's the caveat I'm about to say. He details this experience and you can find it on YouTube. I think he's he's told it's like a million different oh, sure. podcasts now, yeah. so there's nine million versions he's of it. Spreading the word, but he he talks about hey, this is how I kind of got through my drinking. Like he wanted to stop drinking, he went to this ayahuasca thing again. He has this life changing experience, and he comes out of the other side with all his clarity and yada yada yada. He did not go to the Amazonian jungle. He did not climb into a tree into a hut with a dude and have native herbs, yeah. you know, burnt around him as people chant. Um, he went to what is kind of like, like a strip mall. Ayahuasca. No, it's like these <laughs> ayahuasca retreats, but they're in like the Caribbean and they're, the, you know, they're well, like 5,000 bucks a week. I'm not saying they're, they're not legit. It's like the Marriott version. Well, he's, he's of an ayahuasca yeah, ceremony. He's a celebrity. I know he's a celebrity. If you watch any, but of- I feel like the cost of it should be a little bit higher than I can book an ayahuasca experience. You know, all inclusive in Costa Rica. So first of all, is ayahuasca illegal? Fuck yeah. Okay. So sure. that's why most people leave. I mean, you have to leave well, yeah, the you, country. Yeah, yeah, you can't do it here. Um, that's why I've never done it. That's why AJ's never done it. You have to fucking travel. And if you watch any documentaries about it, watch some older ones about when it really started to come out that people were doing it. You're right. They're in the middle of the Amazonian jungle they, in like a hut. They are there's traveling. No, yeah, there's nothing fancy about it. I mean, you're lucky that they have somebody there to hold the bucket while yeah. you puke. Like, it's very right? because. And, and, Grimy and earthy. And that's like the other thing about this experience, which, again, I cannot speak to, unlike Aaron Rodgers, because uh, I have not had it. But um, the experience is, you know, drinking this this potion, this brew, and usually throwing up, right? That's always yeah. the next thing they talk about is you get very ill, and then, you know, these... And uh, then you start experiencing you psychedelics. The, yes. And then you, you come out 12 hours later, whatever it is, and you have this life-changing experience. And some people have really good experiences. Some people have bad experiences, but they also come out of it feeling better. I was about to say the experience the sometimes itself, yeah, yeah. can be scary, but then what they learn, and, and they still walk away with it the same way, going, oh my God, I had these great you know, See, insights, if, whatever. If I recall Robin talking about it on the Stern Show, I yeah. think she had, I don't want to say a bad trip, because I don't want to misquote, mm. but they joke all the time on the show about how she like shit her pants. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's an ayahuasca story right there. I don't right know there. if she threw up too. She probably did both maybe at the same I, time. I but went to the, to, to the jungle and shit, shit my pants on ayahuasca. But that's a very common <laughs> uh, thing. And a lot of people yeah. say, wow, it was a terrible trip. I was yeah. sick. I was scared. But when they come out of it, they're like, but I, I feel so much better now, like sure. mentally. So yeah, the trip can be great. It can be bad. It's usually like overnight, isn't it? Um, Usually it's a longer experience. Yeah. Because it's, 
it's like, you know, I mean, sometimes again, they do it more than once during their retreat. Well, I, I was going to say Ron White kind of talks about that in his experience about how, again, it's a it's a retreat. Yeah. So it's like they had three different nights. It's not like a doctor appointment. Yeah. yeah but again, like as much as and, and this is the weird part of me, because um, just again, having the knowledge and, and knowing about this world and seeing it go kind of mainstream. You know, there's a part of me that's like, you know, there should be a little cost of admission. Like, I don't yeah, know. But do you want to price people out of taking care of their no, no, mental no, no, health? No, 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 no. But that's what I'm saying, though. I think you could probably, well, one, obviously, it'd be way easier if we could just legalize this stuff here yeah. and then people don't have to travel and listen. I'm lying to you if I say there's not tons of illegal ayahuasca operations happening right now in the States. It's like a new boutique, you know, industry of hey, we can uh, bring this experience to you, so get five of your girlfriends together, and we have a shaman, right, from Peru. Yeah. Um, and email us at this weird Gmail address. So, you know, that's the the real barrier yeah. is making it, you know, legal here. But, you know, it's just funny to hear some of the celebs now because now it's just you're hearing more and more. Yeah. I mean, we've heard more than these two. Aaron Rodgers is just the fucking weirdest one that I've heard today. It doesn't surprise me, though. He is so crunchy. Oh, yeah. He's fucking like, out he's of his mind been, with that well, shit. Well, he's always been that way. He's, uh, yeah, I mean, we all know about his, his you know, weird stuff with the vaccine and how he took fucking pine nuts and thought he was, you know, uh, inoculated. He's a California hippie, which makes it all the more hilarious <laughs> that he plays for a team that is in I know, Bufu right? Nowhere, Bufu Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Like beer and cheese and yeah. brats, and he's like out here doing ayahuasca. He did talk about in this um, podcast that, that, that he was on, besides the experience and everything he took away, which I think you heard a little bit there, the main thing was love, yeah. right? It's love, 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 love. And I probably good. He seemed really pissed off for a while. Like apparently now we talked about in this podcast. He's willing to try to reconcile with his family. Oh, good for him. See, that's good. Something good came out of it because he's been estranged from his family for a while. Well, that's been a, another that's pretty publicly known. I mean, yeah. that's like you said, part of this like hippie California weirdo vibe is that he's also estranged from his family, yeah. which is weird because his brother looks like just fucking like well, him. Well, and you also think that somebody who's that hippie and like just cool about everything to hear that they're estranged from their family is weird. You're like what happened? And it's always kind of played to the the aura, the mystery of this Aaron Rodgers yeah. character, especially in the world of when the Packers and others try to negotiate with the guy. I yeah. mean, he's as we've all seen the ultimate poker player of all time yeah. because I don't think he ever really knows what he's doing until he's going to do it. No. So, you know, with him, you know, having this experience, it's even now besides him being able to love himself and love his teammates and all that shit, the guy said he's willing to, like, open up to his fucking family again, man. I don't know. It's the rise of Aaron Rodgers and the rise of plant-based psychedelics. I mean, I don't know. There's, <laughs> There's got to be something to it. I just, like, I don't know. I think we all... We all have probably really deep-rooted issues. It doesn't matter how serious they are or how serious they aren't. Sure. You know, I think it's fascinating. And if if I could spew out, and I mean that literally, because I think most people do puke when they do ayahuasca, but I feel like you're just spewing out trauma and bad emotions and bad memories and kind of coming to, like, you're resetting your brain. Yeah, reprocessing. That's That's why, um... and and I, I attribute it to, like, the psilocybin. Like, it takes, like, God, when's the last time I did it? May is the last time I did psilocybin for Mm. my migraines. So May, June, July, August. We're three months in. I'd say this one should last about six months. It was was a very strong trip. Not a fan. Mm -hmm. But I really do feel like these psychedelics just kind of reset your brain 
to where it's in a better place for you and everybody around you. It is weird that you do hear a lot of talk, um, you know, about behavioral medication, right? About how, oh, yeah. we're, we're, you know, scientifically messing with our brains and yada, yada. Is that the, you know, they always, people are like, oh, the doctor just wants to give you a pill, right? You go and you say you're sad, depressed, they want to give you a pill. And you would think if, you know, people are that kind of like, I don't trust that, that they that would, will be more open to natural remedies that they would look the other way. And I don't necessarily know, but I think there's a little bit of um, a renaissance of it happening because yeah. uh, people are looking, they're looking for help, right? I yes, mean, it's like people are looking for help and they're willing to try, as we've learned now, all the way up to drinking an Amazonian brew and puking your guts out. That's my biggest beef with society is that everybody shouts about mental health. We have to do more for people. And then, you know, fine. And I'm, listen, we're, we're both on antidepressants that work really well for us. We're very, you know, we've seen each other off them. Yeah. No bueno. So I'm, I'm not trashing medicine at all. But the fact that people are, they think that so it's, it's funny or disturbing to try natural remedies like ayahuasca or, you know, marijuana. We've got, somebody called me a drug addict when I said I used mushrooms for my migraines. So I'm like, but. That's totally natural as opposed to like the sumatriptan I put in my body when I have a migraine. It messes you up. If you take too much of it, yeah. it is bad and news that's like, bears. That's like the stuff that your doctor gives you. That's, where yeah. I mean, the, you can only get nine pills a month. Yeah. And if you got more than nine migraines a month, you've got a problem. And like just, I think I took, there was one week right before I tried the mushrooms last time where I think I took maybe one pill, one sumatriptan a day for five days. Like, my body was wrecked. Not to get graphic, but I was, like, constipated. I didn't feel right. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I can't imagine being on this every single day. And now, look, I haven't taken any in two months because the psilocybin is working right now. So I'll never understand why people are so... But they, they're also quick to criticize the medical well, community, too. So I don't know what people want listen, anymore. Do you want I natural? Do you want medicine? Unfortunately, with all the psychedelics, you're going up against decades of propaganda. Of misinformation, I mean, yeah. It's just like, it's like marijuana. I mean, that's just, there's a lot of things that have, that's the effects of a... What's that goofy-ass movie called where they, with weed? Oh, don't even make me talk about it. <laughs> They really portray marijuana in the most negative, yeah, ridiculous she's, she's light. She's speaking about the, like the 1920 yeah. film Reefer Madness. Reefer don't, Madness! Don't, don't let her get y'all. <laughs> I like talking to AJ because she's like talking to a 14-year-old kid who just learned about pot, you know? Shut up. She's, she's still very fresh to the scene. No, I'm not fresh. I started- All of us in high school in like 92 wow. were like... Dude, have you seen this Reefer Madness thing? Are you really giving me shit for not smoking pot in high school? I didn't start smoking pot till we moved to Seattle. Shocker. Seattle did it to you. Yeah, See, yeah. that's why people don't uh, don't uh, send their kids there. They, they come back pot-smoking pot hippies. Definitely weird. It's not, I mean, it's not surprising from Aaron Rodgers, but I wasn't expecting to see that today. It's it's surprising to me that we live in a society where I feel like a lot of that stuff is above the table now because... Yeah, you can talk about it. Yeah, that's the weird part. Like when we were... Because it is illegal, but I suppose if you leave the country, do it and come back. Yeah, there's nothing like... What are they going to do, come after you? Yeah, it's, come it's, on. It's, it's, it's different than, um, yeah, saying, hey... You I'm, have the freedom to travel somewhere and do, do that substance. At, at least for now. For now. Wait till Ron DeSantis hears about this. He will make He's going to flip out. Say no more flights out of Miami <laughs> to go to Costa Rica to do ayahuasca. <laughs> uh, 
Hey, besides, um, you know, Aaron Rodgers doing ayahuasca, which is fantastic. I hope everyone Googles it and uh, you book a fucking trip, too. Um, I felt like we were at a good place, and I really, you know, felt like I could boo-hoo all the naysayers. And by naysayers, I mean my BFF, who's like Larry David, and he's hated everything. Um, I forever wanted what we now call the streaming wars. I was forever that guy. We talked about that forever. Yeah. Right. I mean, we used I, to talk about that yeah. on our radio show, how we had cable oh my and satellite. And we're like, there's too many channels we don't yeah. watch. We're paying for Why can't we get a buffet? And now we have it. I mean, right. I mean, that, that was a general yeah. sentiment with a lot of people. We yeah, all talked about that. channels and you watch four yeah. of them, but you're still paying for all of them. It was easy stand up comedian yeah. shtick to talk about. Oh, you just sit there and surf. There's nothing on. Um, and then, you know, this, this option came with the streaming. And I remember my BFF, who again is like Larry David and hates everything telling me, well, I don't know, man, like this is a la carte option. You better look out, you know, that what you asked for, you're going to end up paying more one day. Yeah. And I, all the time call them, like I update them every six months to let them know how little I'm paying in streaming costs versus what I used to pay. Yeah. In cable or satellite. God, it was like 200 something dollars a month, and it kept going up. Kept going up, right? And I mean, really, just... And that's also when they started, um, They you could get the basic package, but then you had to pay extra for, like, the movie channels. You had to pay extra for well, yeah, HBO. Sure. Well, well, yeah, that's what it was all about. Showtime. So, like, you were paying 200 bucks a month, plus yeah. this, plus that, and you're like, this is stupid. And so, you know, for most of us, I don't say all of us, most of us, right? You're somehow involved in the streaming world. Maybe it complements your regular over-the-signal TV, whatever it is. But for the most part, and as I say, I update my my buddy all the time. We go, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm spending $52 a month yeah. all in for my fucking TV. Um, I've been very uh, happy. I like everything. I love all my apps. They have everything that I need. And now is when the fuckery starts, man. The shit's going to start. Um, HBO Max oh, I heard about it. Yeah. is merging with Discovery Plus by 2023. Now, they've also laid off a ton of people, which is, that's a big, trust us, in the radio industry, we know about that's that. bad news. <laughs> so HBO Max, by the way, and I've always, in my world, if I had to rank the streaming platforms, to me, HBO Max... Much like it when it was just a pay TV channel, is mwah, the it's cat. Like a, yeah, it's the Cadillac. It's a unicorn. Yeah, it's the number one. Yeah, it's like HBO's first, and yeah. then everyone and else. Then Showtime, then and Showtime, and Cinemax, and all that shit. but HBO, and and then yeah. HBO went on to keep proving that with the shows they'd pump Sopranos, out. Soprano, Six Feet Under, everything they've pretty much everything they've ever put out has been a smash hit for a reason. And then like HBO Max comes out, yeah. like they redo their whole streaming platform. And they've got all those amazing shows in one freaking place, and that's when you realize how great HBO been when you see the right. list of shows they produce. So me, foolishly, I feel like when you're the Cadillac of an industry, that you don't need to fuck with anybody else. Everyone else can do what they want because I'm up top. There's got to be something wrong, though. They laid off a bunch of people and they're merging, so obviously they're not making money. How, though? I mean, I don't know. By 2023, apparently you're going to have a merged app between HBO Max and Discovery Plus. Now, Discovery Plus, if you don't know, just came around this year. 
I love Discovery. We love and Discovery I, I, Plus. I was going to say Discovery Plus. Pat asked me what I wanted for Christmas, and I said yeah. a subscription to Discovery That's Plus. That's what I you love want. It. Got her a year subscription. Such great Hannah was trash. a discount. They were doing oh, it for yeah. like a Christmas special. Hell yeah. Discovery Plus comes along, and that umbrella is a whole bunch of different shows, right? Stuff from TLC, stuff from the Travel Channel, stuff from um, uh, what's all the other, the uh, all the fixed shows, HGTV. Yeah, lots of HGTV. All shows. that stuff is up there, right? And I Basically, we, networks that aren't big enough to have their own app. Right. But they all kind of go to Discovery Plus. Right. Like, it's it's kind of a mishmash of a lot of mishmashy kind of junk TV. But, but it's, it's great junk TV. It's fucking great. Right, and, and of course you got Discovery, you got Shark Week. Yeah, it's awesome. We just got this fucking app in January. It's August, and now I find out that it's going to be gone and merged with another app by next year. Are they going to charge us more for I Discovery Plus? Then, I mean, they should. It's pretty cheap. It's I, relatively. Well, I cheap. paid for. See, that's my thing too. I feel like they're they're going to have to start doing this because I don't know where the money's coming from. I have no what idea. What do you mean where the money I don't from? know how they're affording to do what they do with charging everybody $10 a month. I mean. I have to assume if you have a million people, at least 800,000 aren't paying. So you have 200,000 people who are paying 200,000 times $10. Thanks for reminding me. I offered to give my HBO Max login to a friend Jesus. so they can watch. <laughs> they want to watch something on She's there. part of the problem. <laughs> part you, of the problem. You know why I kind of liken it to? In every city we've lived in, because we moved around a lot for radio, and now we're in Tucson, Arizona. Every mm-hmm. city I've lived in has had a mattress store mm-hmm. that never has anybody in it. True story. Whether it's a company or, you know, whatever it is. It's called a front. <laughs> it's where the fucking cocaine is stored. <laughs> every time I've driven past these mattress stores in every city we've lived in, there's somebody working there. There's nobody in the store. And they stay open. They are selling something somewhere to make money. So some somehow HBO Max has had to be making money. But obviously they weren't making enough because now they're merging with Discovery Plus. I just want, you know what? This is my only request to HBO Max as you merge with Discovery Plus because one of my favorite sounds in the world is the opening of a show when it's got the staticky HBO Max thing. The- See, again, <laughs> that's how you know you're watching the Cadillac of subscription TV service. Two of our favorite shows, both of us. Um, Pat loves The Sopranos. I do too. I love Six Feet Under. Pat likes it too. Those two shows start with the... And you get really excited. Don't get rid of that. Don't get rid of that. Please keep that. The uh, Chip and Joanna Gaines Magnolia Network. That's on Discovery Plus, yeah. They said that's going to be part of the big deal. They're going to expand upon that. They're so nauseating. (laughs) I hate what they do. (laughs) Oh, HBO Max is 10 bucks a month. I mean, it's it's another... You know what it is, too? Discovery Plus, $7 a month. It's another... Whenever we fly somewhere, I really try to look out the window and get a feel for how many fucking people live in this country. Mm -hmm. Because I, I too, sit here and think, how can they make money if, you know, all these people have HBO Max and they're paying nothing? But you forget how big 
this country is. A lot of people. There's a lot of people. And, you know, growing up, like we, I remember the first apartment we lived in, cable was included. Oh, shit. But I was, I was, I was in like kindergarten. It was nice. So like. Just plug into the wall. Trust me. there Basic was, cable. There was nothing on HBO at that point in my life. My parents would let yeah. me watch, but was, I knew we had it. It was only one channel. Yeah. And then we moved into a duplex when I was in first grade and did not have free cable. Mm-hmm. And not only did I think people who had cable were rich, but if you had HBO, yeah. like You're that balling. was like you were top of the pops. And now like it's it's affordable for everybody. That's it's why, 10 bucks a month. That's why I still, yeah, right. I still always gingerly approach people when I want to like uh, recommend anything on HBO Max because I don't want them to think that I'm a fucking stuck up snob who has HBO Max. I I, it's not stuck I go, up anymore. I go, though. oh, I'm like, uh, H- HBO, do you got, oh, oh, okay, great. Let me tell you about it's this It's not one. as much of a status symbol <laughs> anymore when it's 10 bucks a month. I don't know. I still see hotels that are telling me that they have free HBO. That's how much of a brand HBO was. <laughs> hotels could convince you to stay there because they're like, we got fucking free HBO. Can we talk about that for one second? Because we've <laughs> been traveling a lot since yes. the uh, pandemic ended. When are hotels yes. going to stop paying for cable and just put their freaking streaming services Thank on you. the TV. Yeah. You know, I will is, say... I was. I watched The Great Outdoors last time I was in a hotel room. And don't get me oh, wrong. Fuck. It's one of my favorite 80s comedies. It's a great movie, yeah, but yeah. I still was just shocked. I'm like, I'm in a hotel with free cable and all I can find to watch is The Great Outdoors. Where is Netflix? And I mean, why isn't it on here? Besides the fact of it being... Because my mind says, why can't there just be a smart TV that you then, you know, connect your yeah. account to? And then I feel like the logistics... I'm sure. ...of people signing in and signing out, and I feel... I, I know. ...like it becomes... But no, but but I agree. It is still funny to watch and be like, hey, look, like, look at this nice ass hotel we have, all this shit, all this nice stuff, and by the way, 47 channels of bullshit. Right. <laughs> What do you want to watch? Do you want to watch our local NBC affiliate, our ABC affiliate, our CBS affiliate? Do you want to watch uh, six hours of uh, Robin Big or... Get the Fantasy Factory on for the next eight hours here. And then Sports Center. Ten hours of Seinfeld. And then we have a 1984 rebroadcast of the L.A. Dodgers playing the Anaheim Angels. The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.